Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that now space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com. Disregard females and acquire currency. I'm white and I've got everything I need. No one clutches their purses when they're in a room alone with me. And I can drive for any neighborhood I please. At any hour, and the police don't do a thing. So if I see a penny on the ground, I leave it alone and fucking flip it. I'm a straight white male in America. I got everything I need. I'm a guy getting paid more than a girl with a degree. And I can walk down the streets after dark, no one wants to rape me. And I can get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee. Like my straight white male dad did to me So if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need I've got a pile of broken mirrors And I'm walking under ladders And I'm spilling tons of salt But to me that doesn't matter Cause my skin and my gender and my orientation Are the best things to have if you live in this nation I recommend it highly So if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Shit's gonna work out for me Cause I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need Hey everybody, welcome to the Intellectual Dollar Tree We do the show live every Wednesday at 7pm Pacific right here on Twitch That's twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you check out our other podcast We got the Plex, Down Ballot, uh, Occasionally Local Love Um the uh the, how the tech are you and that's it i'm producer dave you can find me on grinder and i am hk perrin you can find me on mastodon at h perrin at 487.social great can you find the gain for your mic and turn it up a little bit how's that better? Much, much better thank you okay cool excellent so We've been trying to not cover the same group of people, and I think, unfortunately, this week we're doing something called the Iced Coffee Hour. Um, I didn't look too much into it, but it looks maximum cringe, and it looks like it's sort of like that um, like wealth influencer shit, I think. And it's going to be probably men's rights activist adjacent and um, completely galaxy fucking brain. <laughs> so let's give this a go. I've had that a few times. Fans breaking and had a guy try to steal all my cars. Get seven counts of grand theft larceny. 
or Grand Theft Auto. Um, There's no way you'd be able to even get away with that though, because it was all like orange exotic Lamborghinis, dude, was, red Ferraris. Like story on the last no. episode. No, I used to have a place in San Diego and L.A. Took a helicopter back and forth till the till I got freaked out once on a helicopter. I'm like, that's the last time I went on a helicopter. Those things are too dangerous. So I'm down in San Diego in La Jolla and I get a call three in the morning. I usually have my phone on, I pick it up. Beverly Hills address. Hi, this is Beverly Hills Police Department. We have a strange question for you. Do you have a business partner that you gave authorization to take your cars? I'm like, I don't have a business partner. Like, that's what we thought. Hang up, five minutes later. Okay, the guy changed his story. Did you do a Snapchat contest that the first person who can break into your house and take a car, you'll give them like an award for ingenuity and creativity? I was like, what do you think? What happened? He's like, all right, we got a guy here. It was all on camera. This guy, I and I had security with a dude with a machine gun for two years. What the fuck? Grand a month, 25 grand a month. For a guy with a machine gun? Yeah, he would. I used to do gun of the day on my Snapchat. <laughs> I thought it was what? a good way to scare people off and it was kind of fun. So hey, people were that invasive. Oh, dude, like it was a big problem. So I had a house in Beverly Hills and the address got out early. Like people. Hey, can we can pause real quick? And I want to I want to give a little background on this guy. So this is Ty Lopez. If you're not familiar with him, he's kind of like the the get rich quick guy who a while ago put out this ad on YouTube where he was like, here I am in my garage with my brand new Lamborghini. Uh, I just bought these seven new bookcases to hold all my books. I read a book a day because I love knowledge. <laughs> I'm not sure that's good background, but it's fucking cringe. So that's a. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you've been on YouTube a while, you saw those videos. They were on like every video so it this has was rexford right rexford it had a, yep. i was there for, for you know 15 to 19 you s- yeah. <laughs> no you didn't i did yes so you no. wouldn't okay so i typed in well here's the, i was in real estate so what's with the so weird I, fucking lights that look like that are behind them that look like fucking like almost like janky lightsabers do you see that <laughs> <laughs> they're like edison style but like long their set is so ugly. I knew the house that you were renting at the yeah. time. You could look it up on the MLS. One time I showed up and I rang the gate and no one picked up and that was it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting anything. I just thought like, oh, it's kind of fun. Let's ring the gate. Yeah. <laughs> is this when I was there? This is when okay. you were there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The second time uh, we just happened to be driving by because some people were from out of town yeah. and I wanted to show them like, oh, Ty Lopez lives here. Yeah. And your gate was open with all the cars. Okay. And so we stopped and they were like taking pictures and... You were not there, but we we weren't going to yeah. do anything. But we just saw the cars. Yeah, and the well, I don't know who these two are. They do a iced coffee podcast. It has almost a million followers, like three quarters of a million followers. I have no idea. Come out, and that was what are you doing yeah. here? That was a, but but yeah, this so this dude. So I'm in San Diego. I'm like, no, I didn't do a San Snapchat contest to break into my house. So it turned out we got all the footage because I had cameras. He timed it because I had German Shepherds and this. It was a South African equivalent of a Navy SEAL, this guy. It was a big one. Whoa, that's a big fucking red flag. This guy is a South African equivalent of a Navy SEAL with a fucking machine gun guarding his Lambos. What a fucking weirdo. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's par for the course with this guy. 
He's a he fucking weirdo. Back, jumped over, got in the side door, went into my kitchen. 30 minutes on camera, he made sandwiches for himself, packed a cooler, packed. Oh, he's seen burn notice. He said that like one of the spy tips on there is the best thing to do after you break in someone's house is like, go get a yogurt or make a sandwich. And if anybody finds you just act confused. Almonds, <laughs> nuts, water, all this. He knew where my keys were. I don't know how he, he kind of looked around. Eventually I started locking up my keys, but then he went out in the garage. But what if they find the keys to your keys? Torch. It's a little bit hard to turn on if you don't know how to do it. Couldn't figure it out. Switches over. I had two rolls, two Lambos, a Ferrari, and a Maserati. Couldn't get any of them except the Maserati. Stupid Maserati. I hate Maserati. He figured out how to turn it on, put all that stuff in the trunk, backed up, but couldn't figure out the gate. There was a, there was a garage door and then a gate. And so my, my brother would house sit two of my brothers and they were there with their girlfriends asleep upstairs. It's a big house had 17 bedrooms. And of course my brother's supposed to be protecting the place. Don't hear shit. the girlfriend, Jocelyn wakes up and it's like, somebody's down in the garage. And it's a good thing she didn't go down. Cause this was a huge white guy. It was a big redneck. And he had come like four times in the last month and scared her at the door. Like I want to meet Ty. I want to talk to him about business and stuff. So she just looked out the window and saw him pulling out. And she called. I lived that Rexford streets on the Beverly Hills Police Department's same street. Yeah. They came like 15 cops, jumped, held him at gunpoint. And he started telling stories like, no, I'm Ty's business partner first. And Jocelyn's like, no, it's not. And he's like, oh, no, it was a contest on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, that dude went to prison, but he got out like a month later because of overcrowding. Like California doesn't even hold. Well, no, it's like, because he didn't succeed in stealing your cars and shit so he got out in 30 days he got a slap on the wrist maybe it was his first offense like stealing one of stealing one of your like 93 cars from your 17 bedroom mansion i almost feel like i don't know man i feel like that's a bit of a public service <laughs> like oh man yeah i'm i'm kind of on that guy's side too <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even steal one of the expensive ones he's like i don't even like that car well then you should have given it to him fool like calling Beverly Hills, I'm like, this dude's gonna come back. They're like, well, you can get a restraining order. My California's fucked. But anyway, so benefits of when I was just part of the crowd and people didn't. I live in California, and he's right. I've died like five times walking, just walking down the street. It's been murdered, it, man. You know, like Shakespeare said, "Heavy hangs the head that wears the crown." I see all these people. It's like I've been the most googled person. I was like a month. I was like the most googled person in the world. I'm like, yeah, because everyone was like, who the fuck know. is this dude in front of my YouTube video <laughs> talking about his Lamborghini and his thousand books? <laughs> Lamborghinis. <laughs> it was just the one in the video, oh. but I'm sure he had more. <laughs> his other, actually, his other Lamborghini goes to a different school and you can't meet it. That anymore. <laughs> so what is supposedly the, the house that he was in that. in that ad, he was just renting. <laughs> so like, that was great. And like like an airbnb style rent it's cut off before then you're a king i had somebody yesterday i did that seminar you spoke at thanks for speaking i and somebody said you know what was the happiest you ever were ty i'm like i think 2013 because 2013 i was kind of a local celebrity in hollywood because i've been doing parties i did house parties i wasn't really globally known and i had just built a instagram in 20 i got on it pretty early so 2013 i was making seven figures not eight figures with, with with decent net margins, okay? So I had money, I had a little place, but it was cool, 
Uh, did you ever come to my place up in the Hollywood Hills? No. It was a bad house, cool house. It wasn't huge. It was probably like 6,000 square feet. <laughs> wasn't huge. Probably like 6,000 square feet. Are you, are you with us, HK? Yes. I'm trying to... This guy doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Interesting. So, no. Uh, 6,000 square feet. Is that ne- what he's Never mind. Like, I could see the ghetto where I was born. I could see from Hollywood to Long Beach, which is 35 yeah. miles on a clear day. And it had a pool, infinity pool. And it was like... And I had, you know, I had the Lambo and Ferrari and stuff like that. But I was still... And I was, like I said, I was probably netting. I don't know what I was netting, but let's say... 500 grand to a mill or something like that. So you had all the money you needed. Um, I didn't have that much responsibility. I had like six people that worked in the house for me. It's making money online. One person per thousand square feet. That's the rule. I always had. And I would wake up and I decided I was going to build my personal brand. And I would read three books. I would read, you know, people gave me a hard time. Like, no way Ty reads a book a day. Dude, I would lay out three books on the bed. This is better to me, my brother is like, Ty, you need to do ayahuasca. I'm like, dude, I've already done the mind trips. I've already done the LSD, but like my version of it. You take three insane books and you read them all at the same time. I'd read Wait, them. what do you mean all at the same time? Old. Like, excuse me? <laughs> Wait. Do you get like, is it like a, like a triple monitor setup, <laughs> but for books? <laughs> and what does he mean by read? Does he just mean like flip through the pages? That's not reading. Like you can't just read like one word per page. Oh, uh, thank you, historian Matt, for giving us. This is the cringest shit ever so far. <laughs> like, but he means all of this. Does he mean all in the same day or like all at the same time? He said he would lay them out. He means all at literally the same time, which no, that's, that's not how, that's not how you should read. That's not how anyone reads. No. <laughs> One, it's like, so you switch from like Voltaire, like a philosopher, you switch to like a business book, like Peter Drucker, and then you switch to like, I don't know, history or something. Mm. And I would do that and I would summarize books. I had built my book brand by just taking- You had a hard time even naming three authors. <laughs> I don't know, history or something. That's what happens when you read three books all at the same time. You don't fucking, you don't, you don't like glean any information from any of them actually. <laughs> it's like the is and period you know (laughs) (laughs) holy shit man 10 friends ccing on a gmail and so every day i'm gonna send you a book summary i would write them it take me like three hours to read the books i would like really speed read it's you get three books in three hours no absolutely not yeah like speed reading is bullshit right you can Uh, learn to read faster bullshit but like Speed reading a book in one hour is bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, you can learn to read faster by reading more often, but that fucking, yeah. that, that, that shit that they tried to sell you programs for, that's bullshit, right? Yes. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, obviously, if you read more, you're going to be able to read more quickly and and still ma- still retain uh, reading comprehension, but but it's not like, like the speed readers, they would just like b- b- take their finger down a page, be like, I read it. Take their finger down a page, be like, I read it. I'm like, no, you didn't. yeah describe what it just said (laughs) right well that's because they read it before normal speed Mm. well there are people who read who read books in like a weekend like that's that's you read a book you can read a book in a day but you better not have shit else to do (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like a big deal. You have to like, it's almost like going to the brain gym. I like sure. myself up. I'd do like two hours. I'd read them. I'd read most of them. Um, it depends if it was a huge textbook. I couldn't finish it, but then I would summarize it, send it out. And then I have my other online businesses. And then at night I would go out, have fun. Wait, was he like doing like a fucking cliff notes of these books that he wasn't reading and then fucking selling that shit and then spending the money on cocaine at the club? I have no idea what this guy did. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All my friends have moved out from North Carolina. Shit, that was the life. I remember I call this the wake up tap dance uh, test. Warren Buffett says, somebody asked him, are you happy? He's like, man, I'm 93 and I tap dance out of bed to the office every day. My office was in the same house. Yeah. I'd wake, I remember, I can just vividly remember the room. I used to change which one was my master bedroom. And I remember what year it was because of the master bedroom and I was just like, everything's perfect in my life i felt like i was like oh that's the best and then from there that brand started to grow and went from local brand to all you would change which room was the master bedroom i think that just meant that he would go to sleep in a different room right i think okay like because usually there's like one master bedroom and it's the one with the nice bathroom attached to it sure but in your six thousand square foot house maybe you got a couple of them and you just rotate between them yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then it only takes a matter of months till bullshit starts to happen. Like people talk shit about you. You're always like, what? You're like, what is going on? And so men are basically driven. Schopenhauer, the philosophers, said men are driven by three things. Food, sex, and boredom. But, but I think it was wrong. I think men are driven by envy too. So the second you're on the rise past, people will, they don't feel threatened. As opposed points. to women who... You know, like, oh, I'm a little who absolutely mom, despise right? food, like any club, right? Making money and I don't envy no, one another. No woman eats food. Don't envy one another. Never get bored. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't a threat to dudes that saw themselves as a king. The second you become a potential king, then all the current kings try to knock you down. The, Dr. Buss, my evolutionary psychologist mentor, calls that derogation of competitors. So it's all of a sudden it's like a blog about you. Like, oh, fuck, it's a green screen. No, it's not. It's all fake. So all of a sudden, like Shakespeare said, heavy hangs the head that wears the crown. So, so you don't really want to wear the crown. Is it worth it then to limit yourself yes. in terms of potential not to be a king? Yes. Or can you be a king disguised as a prince? Yeah, sure. You can. But you're okay, a smart guy. That's probably I'm confused. hyper ambitious. So this guy, I think he got mad that people were writing uh, about him being a grifter. Okay. I think that's what happened here. So he started grifting harder? Um, or, oh, well, he probably went on the, the I'm complaining about people criticizing me grift at some point. Because that's just the next logical step. I think that's what he's doing right now, right? I think that's where you end up. Like, that's the end point. Okay. Yeah. It's not, and it's not cool like haters gonna hate. It's not cool like that. <laughs> you want to be a king disguised as a prince, but the word will get out that you're a king. And the four drivers of humans especially males will kick in, especially the fourth of envy. People will envy you. But before we go into that, we got to thank today's sponsor, Shop Tax. Shopify online with flexible tenants from I'm glad we're with fourth wall. They have an trial for your online But for most people, is it just criticism? Criticism. I mean, first time I remember moving to Beverly Hills, making money, money now. And get a maid service, a big house. You know, that house was 17, 18,000 square feet. 
So you get a maid service, they send maids there and you test out different ones. And I was like, this maid seems pretty good. Then you get a lawsuit from her on her first day that she tripped on a banana peel. No joke. Tripped on a banana, banana peel. peel. She, she like, couldn't come. He's lying. That's probably not what she sued him about. Yeah, I would be, ex I would be extremely surprised if that is actually what happened. I wonder if he um, just left a bunch of banana peels everywhere to see if, if, if someone would slip on them. Maybe. Was this something lady, more original? I like this lady watched Looney Tunes, Bug Bunny. <laughs> I remember An she anvil sued. fell on her head. A better question would be, why is there a banana peel on his floor? Well, it's because he didn't have a maid yet. You see, and like cleaning up after yourself is fucking peasant work, HK. <laughs> <laughs> I would hardly consider like putting a banana peel down anywhere but the floor to be cleaning up after yourself. Uh, but his brother, it's just me, I guess. Neither of his brother's girlfriends were there to clean up after him. <laughs> <laughs> like, even just put it down on the table. <laughs> right. Maybe she was walking on the table. Who knows? <laughs> Reading three books at once so you don't have to clean is what we get from the chat. That's what happens. You're reading three books at once. You don't got time for the banana peel. You just chuck it. <laughs> yeah. <Odie. laughs> yeah, but I, it was real. It was literally. You know what's crazy is that they don't have iced coffee. This guy sees, appears to be drinking iced tea and these other two people are drinking probably like alkaline water or some shit. The garbage cans in the back. She's like, I went around and take the garbage out. And I slipped there with banana peels. It said banana peels in the. That was a frivolous lawsuit, so it goes away. But I mean, I never had that kind of stuff happen when I was a prince. I remember Mr. Beast came to visit me in 2020. He's like, Ty, you're a big inspiration of mine. I've always wanted to meet you. So he comes up when I was living in New York. And he's like, You know, it's weird. I look at your net worth. He's like, It says five million online. He's like, That's your real net worth. I'm like, that. That's the king. Describe disguised as yes. a prince. You want that? I know that's probably called tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> or also these like net worth sites online, or like no, they just guess a lot of the time, right? Like I saw one where it was like Sam Cedar, and it said twenty seven million dollars, and I'm like, Sam Cedar is not worth no twenty seven million dollars. <laughs> five million. You want a permanent five million googleable net worth because at five million it shows you know you're above average you make some money you can provide if you're looking for a long-term mate guys will respect you but well then why don't i'm getting the feeling this guy doesn't have a long-term mate i mean what's wrong with making like a hundred thousand well the he net worth you could you'd be worth five million after making a hundred thousand for if you know if you're smart with your investments and stuff after making 100k a year you can make worth five million after 10 12 years Mm, depends on where you live it's It'd be real hard to do that in the bay area yeah, it's tough but you could do it you're not a target lawyers aren't gonna go oh you slept with that dude woman put some pressure on him if, if it shows 50 million dollars lawyers work on contingency they're like well 50 million i could squeeze 5 million out of them i'll get half of it lawyers take 50 60 percent so all of a sudden look at every man who is at current king status. You know, some people are like, oh, you fell off. I'm like, I fell off on purpose, um, purpose, bro. I'll let you be the king. Now watch what, who's the king of the world? Donald Trump, most Googleable person in the world. For four years ran, was the most powerful man in history. If you run the US military, 
nobody i mean you can bring down yeah but the u.s military didn't do what he said when when the chips were down <laughs> they told him to go fuck himself actually i don't want to get too much into that's that true. but they were they the, they were famously mark milley was like that's fucking crazy or something like something that you would not expect a highly professional person to tell the president right yep there's some kind of are you out of your damn mind shit that was the response so he didn't really command the military sir and like of course this guy idolizes trump i thought he was gonna say elon musk i'm like i was stunned when it wasn't elon musk (laughs) that's a good point it's always either trump or musk world where is he now 71 indictments (laughs) multiple weird lawsuits like yeah so do you want to be that guy? That he's not even well, president. Four indicts, an indictments, ninety-one charges. That's even worse than a king. What happened to Napoleon Bonaparte, the greatest general of probably statistically of all time? Nobody's ever had sixty major battles. Caesar, had, Alexander the Great had six. <laughs> Napoleon had sixty, and he won like fifty-two of them. Okay, but how do most people remember Napoleon? Because he was an emperor. He made people call himself the emperor. Had a little narcissism going there. Most people remember that he's short. He ends up, and he actually wasn't uh, that short. But hang on, a, in exile on an maybe island. maybe that 60, uh, 60 battles is apocryphal as well. Who knows? Africa called you know Saint Helena. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are gunning for you. Andrew Tate, Ben Shapiro. You see all these people that are Elon Musk X. He was loved. Wait, why was Ben Shapiro in there? name people that the audience knows i remember first seeing elon i went to a fireside chat in 2011 a friend's like you want to meet this guy elon Musk?" i'm like i don't know who that is he was more of a san francisco local celebrity mm-hmm. all of a sudden in 2011 he didn't know who elon musk was <laughs> or 20 i don't believe him you take over twitter x 50 percent of the world doesn't like him because they perceive him as a right-wing guy that doesn't end well <laughs> andrew Tate. no that is that is not the reason they don't like him because he is a right-wing guy well, and he made twitter extremely partisan well it's it's his behavior as well though it's not just twitter if you remember the the the, the guy that didn't like his submarine and then he called him a pedo and then his millions of followers harassed the guy for a very long time. Like it's his behavior. It's, he, he also uh, he, tried to harass a girl and then offer her a horse. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he actually. Sh- I think if I'm not mistaken, he showed her his dick or something. It was. It was. It was bad. But he tried to that buy her harassment. a horse. Tried to buy her a horse though. People mad at him. That's a that's an emperor level. And so a lot of dudes are out there gunning to be emperors and kings. Like my mentor Joel Salatin said, be careful what you wish for because the worst thing is to grow old and realize you got good at the wrong thing. Some people are out here trying to become men, trying to become kings. I'm sorry, your mentor did not make up be careful what you wish for. Money, all this at the very top. And then when you get there, you're like Mark Zuckerberg. Public record is he spent $32 million on personal security <laughs> yes. last year. What kind of life are you? That means you have credible threats against your kids, kidnapping. You're dropping $2.5 million on security. You want to be that guy? You want to be yeah. the prince. The prince. I, I I live in Copenhagen. There's dudes there, Scandinavia, Sweden. They, they there is no way that years. if like this dude had the opportunity to have Mark Zuckerberg's wealth, that he wouldn't take it. There's zero chance. Zero percent. Right. I don't know. I don't know any of this guy's story, but people were like, oh, you fell down. You fell down. You fell down. I bet he had a bunch of money in crypto. Possibly. 
That's some like based on the like the timing that I think he's saying that all this like the time frame here. If everybody's like, "Oh, you fell off with your with your net worth," it was probably he probably uh, didn't sell when he should have sold. Clubs, restaurants, you know, little online businesses. These guys are living the life that if that Elon Musk or whoever you want to say, if they saw that guy's lifestyle, they're like, "I trade for that." Yeah, a couple I, of things from that that I want to dissect. First okay. of all. How do you have the bandwidth to be able to pull quotes from so many different people to be able to <laughs> remember things from books? Because I mean, I read what the shit he no, no, no. He what just does he has remember? Like, he probably he has remember like, anything. He probably has like 20 or 30 go to's, right? He barely remembered like two authors. But like this stuff right here, this is like he's probably got like 20 or 30 go to quotes. I bet like like one in five of them isn't even like who it's supposedly ascribed to. Like, you know how everything gets ascribed to Mark Twain and fucking, um, and, uh, who's uh, the other one? Um, I forget. There's somebody else that uh, everything gets, it's, uh, like ascribed to, and it's not even them. Right. Yeah. But I cannot quote like you can quote. I cannot uh, dissect books in the same way that you can dissect them. Is it just like getting your reps in? Doesn't your brain have a capacity for these? Sir, I would my bets on that. My bets on the young guy with the hat if we put these two in a book re in a book report competition. <laughs> Cuz this dude would read the one book uh while not reading two other books and uh, read it slow enough that he could absorb the information. Yep. These things maybe it's a weird superpower it's like everything dr bus is always like almost everything <laughs> go, good man. is almost everything good is, well, <laughs> you answer that with a quote <laughs> that's because i think you should answer with quotes because when i hear people talk and they only say their own ideas first off there's nothing new under the sun so it's actually not their idea and they're not giving credit most of uh, no he hates that because he hates that because the kind of people who like say what they mean and mean what they say and aren't quoting people all the time probably think this guy's full of shit and don't want to hang out with him <laughs> <laughs> and they're really right imagine that <laughs> or they're like the kind of person who'd be like i'm not sure mark twain said that friendo <laughs> sir, sir that 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 wasn't morgan freeman sir i'm sorry when I listen to most of the internet is dudes regurgitating other dudes ideas, but not giving them credit. So for me, I'm like, people give me a hard time. I'm like, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. At best in your life, you'll have three creative new ideas to bring out on earth. How about Albert Einstein? We remember equals MC squared. You know, maybe the smartest man ever, there. Stephen Hawking, people don't even remember anything. So I don't think it's possible for me. I don't, I don't have, I'm not as high a narcissist as people think. And one of the narcissistic seven subsets of narcissism is self-sufficiency. So I don't see myself as a self-sufficient, smart guy. I see myself as a guy who maybe has a weird superpower, being able to remember a lot of people's ideas and synthesize them into new ideas that apply for 2023. Okay, so you also mentioned- Didn't he just that say that there was like nothing was new? It's, it's, it's wild. This guy is trying, this guy just told us that he's not a, a narcissistic. And I mean, that's a bit of a medical <laughs> diagnosis, but he's not, he's not talking about it in like the narcissistic personality disorder, uh, um, definition, right? He's talking about it like colloquially, like how we would describe other people that we know maybe is a little bit narcissistic sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting. And then describing his quote, superpower, unquote. <laughs> 
explained it, like encountering Elon Musk. Yeah. And also yesterday when you were talking and I was listening, yeah. you brought up Elon Musk again. Yeah. How many times have you like ran into Elon I, Musk? I've had, so that fireside chat was not a real one-on-one, but the first time I kind of really talked to him, it started in 2014. He, I think he had moved, I don't remember his story, but he had moved or spending more time in Hollywood. He's a real socialite dude. Mm -hmm. you, you see that new book came out? No, 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 no. What happened was he wanted to be a Hollywood socialite and they didn't like him. <laughs> and so then he decided to be friends with Cat Turd 2 instead. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're it's not like, kidding. It's the Elon uh biography it just came out a week or two ago he really likes the social status so i when i started rising i'd go to all the king events like i'd get invited to academy awards i get invited uh to game of thrones premiere with all the the actors so you always see him there game I of thrones is a tv like show it. me and dolph lundgren i don't know if you know who that is but uh, rocky mm -hmm. four the famous actors the drago i went to um the cohen brothers they're very famous directors get invited to movies and i like how he went to the cohen brothers like i know who the cohen brothers are and i'm not even into movies but he's like he had to make sure everybody knew that they're very famous directors <laughs> he's there? next to elon musk oh yeah like, what would you talk to him about so I, I would not say i know him at an incredibly high level but i've had a 25 minute one-on-one -on -one conversation with him just me and him i would say he's like he appears he's very sharp opinionated strong uh, look he reminds me of all the this guy's not going to say funny or interesting or engaging <laughs> the things that you might want to be at a hollywood party i'd be more likely to fucking be popular at a hollywood party than elon musk and i'm fucking nobody but it, i mean i got jokes and shit you know uh if no one knew either of your net worth absolutely you'd be right billionaires i know have one but there will always be suck-ups who just want to be close to elon for his money um i'm in business with two guys on the forbes list i've done business with four i mean i know four of them they're tough you know i call them the warlords built the top of the forbes list is a whole bunch of warlords they're not saints they're warlords and sometimes they're creative warlords and maybe they're important for society but he's a powerful guy that has strong opinions and like the longest conversation he goes we had met a week before, and then I was at the Game of Thrones. It's on my Instagram. It's an interesting little video, one of the ones with me and him. And he said to me, he said, do you think I should use Snapchat to grow Tesla? This is 2016 when Snap was kind of new and Tesla was on the rise, really on the rise. That means he doesn't give a shit about you and was like, ah, oh, I got to talk to this guy, I guess. Here, I'm going to ask him about <laughs> Snapchat and Tesla, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't like Elon Musk or whatever, but that's not a, like a, that's not really a question <clears throat> that you ask somebody whose opinion you value. I don't think like, I said, yeah. And I gave like a 10 minute explanation why at the end, he just shot me down. He's like, I think you're wrong. And not in a mean way. He's just like, I think you're wrong. He's like, good products sell on their own. They go viral through word of mouth. I don't know. I used to tell the story for you. So he did that just to neg you? Elon's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> i'm cool with elon being a dick to this guy though right right it's like it's like uh, the uh, this guy isn't even really my enemy the uh, person who annoys the person who annoys me is still annoying but at least it's cool <laughs> it shut me down but i think i was right if i might be so bold 
because a couple of years later, he bought Twitter X. Not only, yeah. but that's a different product. And he bought it. He yeah, bought it because he bought it because he got rejected essentially by like Hollywood. They didn't like him, and so he bought Twitter to get back at them and make friends with Cat Turd. So, according to this story, Elon asked him, "Hey, should I promote Tesla on Snapchat?" And he was like, yeah. And Elon was like, I think you're wrong. And now he's saying I'm right because several years later, Elon bought Twitter. And not Snapchat. Sorry, what? How does any of that follow? I think this guy got a selfie with Elon and that might have been Grimes. It might have been somebody else at the time and fabricated the rest of this. How is this guy like not just like a Hollywood gossip? Is that what he got famous for? I mean, whatever. Did he see the value? And only then did he become the richest man in the world. The man, the true emperors. No, he was the richest man in the world. Then he bought Twitter. Now he's not the richest man in the world. His net worth has plummeted from all the mistakes he's made at Twitter. Porn, Twitter X, you have the power to become the first trillionaire, which Elon has the power. Now, it doesn't mean he wouldn't. No, no, he was on, he would have been much, it would have been much easier for him to become a trillionaire had he not purchased uh, Twitter. In fact, had he never joined Twitter and never wild out and said all the crazy things that he says on Twitter that gets the Securities and Exchange Commission up his ass all the time. <laughs> like, yep. Successful without it, but he... He realized. Like, also, God, can you imagine how fucking broken our society is if someone becomes a trillionaire? His Twitter, his Twitter. Every time he posts, I see two to 20 million views on one tweet. Yeah. He posts five times, 10 times a day. That's 200 million people. That's a continent. You re- No, no, that's the same people viewing it over and over again. You fucking idiot. What do you think? A brand new crop of people views the next tweet because they come on, dude. And also, like, a non-insignificant number of his followers are bots. Like, yo. Reach a day. I've had conversations with him. He's sharp, strong opinions. And if you read that new Isaac sick book. But I do know one thing. He and I love books. And um, Elon hasn't read a book in five years. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whenever I've gotten <laughs> five, I think you're being books. generous. I'm like, I don't know. I was at the HBO. This is the one on my Instagram. I was on the HBO after party. And I have a friend. I tell everybody, if you're, I'm not as. I have a friend. I tell everyone that I have a friend and they believe me. As people think. I have this guy, James Swanick. He is the best network on earth. So we're at this HBO thing and Elon is right across. And I said, ah, James, go intro us. Let's go intro to Elon. But you said you already met him. He's, he's Australian. He's like, James, how you been? He always confuses people by call, not saying, I'd like to meet you. And then Elon's kind of like trying to figure out, do I already know this guy? He's like, James, good to meet you. G- good to see you. That's what he says. Yeah. He always tells him, you want a network? You go up and say, good to see you. Don't say good to see you again, because that's a lie. If you've never, he'd never met Elon before. It's good to see you. And then they're thrown off because they're like, maybe I saw this guy yesterday. But he said, God, we wanted to ask you a question. So I came over and I said, Elon, what's your favorite that's actually a really good tactic when you're meeting someone try to confuse them right call them by a name that isn't theirs yeah you know what just run away actually (laughs) it'll really confuse them then they'll 
I don't know. Maybe grab their hand and see if they'll skip down the hallway with you. Never <laughs> heard. I think it was he had got back maybe with his wife, Tallulah or something. Mm. And his wife pulls him away. They were leaving. And he and he was talking about, oh, I like books, but he was thinking on it. I said, What book do you like the most? He pulls away. He loved books so much. I watched him walk twenty feet, pull apart from his girl, and come back <laughs> to tell me the answer. He goes, that's because he asked her, he's like, what's the name of an interesting book? I need to seem interesting. What's the name of an interesting book? Do you know the name of an interesting book? I said, why? He said, to walk 20 feet, pull apart from his girl and come back to tell me the answer. He goes, Lord of the Rings. I said, why? He said, because it shows that you should do something even if you might fail. I th- <laughs> like really (laughs) okay so i think that this is probably true because how you couldn't make that up (laughs) that is like the dumbest answer (laughs) okay yeah i believe it yeah that one's on my instagram you gotta go back to 2016 So Elon, ha- Wait, that was really edited. A streak of profound. So Elon has a he he has a. They edited that together in a very odd way. Streak of profoundness to him, coupled with extreme high risk taker. Like you know, and you find that among most billionaires, then right? Yes, I always say there. I think there's five sci- actual scientifically validated. Uh, wealth traits personality wise number one 75 percent plus of is the zip code you were born into made billionaires were born to wealthy parents but Uh, oh he fucking okay cool thank you or well above average but that does not mean their parents gave them the money the way i interpret no it does no it doesn't it i mean some of the time it does some of the time they got a small loan yeah (laughs) Donald Trump got a small loan of a million dollars. Jeff Bezos got a small loan of three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. If it and, and the other thing is, it it means that if your parents are wealthy, it means that if you fall on your face, you don't really fall on your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even if your yeah, brother, like, you know or what? Your I'm going to go spend my parents' money, and if I fail, I'll just live back at their mansion again. Or even if you're, if you have an, a sister or a brother who maybe just won the lottery, now you're going to be more less risk averse too, right? Probably. Yep. Genetics, because genetics people don't like to talk about, but oh, you can inherit warlord genes. Bill Gates' father was a like the most wealthy lawyer, I think, in his state. I think he was born in Washington State. So seventy five percent of people are of warlords as I call them, the billionaires, are born. Oh, God, this is fucking, this is finance phrenology. Warlords. Warlords give birth to warlords. There's a good book on this called The Self-Made Billionaire Effect. It's kind of a scientifically validated book. Yeah. So you got genes. You could say inherited money, but I think it's genes. Number two. No, it's money. Did you see the subtitle on that book? How Extreme Producers Create Massive Value. The book. Yeah. So you got 
genes. Billionaires are not money. producers. They are extractors. They extract value from the working class. Also, this is two hours and 20 minutes long. I think it's genes. <laughs> Number two, extreme levels of energy. They call it hypomania. If you read the story of people who succeed, they don't get tired. Maybe, I mean, they need to sleep eight yeah. hours. But when hypomania, they, no, 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 wait. wouldn't that mean like lower than mania? Well, then they get... Um, like lack he, of mania? He's saying they don't get tired, but it's just that in their biography, they don't ever tell you about the one time they were really tired <laughs> and needed a nap. Like that's, that doesn't get into the biography. That's, that's not yeah, that literally interesting. Literally everyone gets tired. I have hypomania. I'm not as successful as Elon Musk, but my cousin, when she read that scientific report, she's like, oh, you got that hypomania. So I tell people, get your fucking energy up. It's hard. If your goal is to be a warlord, you better be. But isn't that just motivation? Like if you're motivated, you you find the energy I found. Yes. But I do think people have. I mean, it's kind of like black guys, black guy, 10 percent of black men. African-Americans specifically have what's called the super gene. The super oh, no. Uh, people have. Weird. I mean, it's kind of like black guys. Black guy, 10% of black men, African-Americans specifically, have what's called the super gene. The super gene is the ability to put on muscle without fat. Only 1% of Caucasians have it. That's why I always tell people, if you want to be a personal brand, you better get with it because the whole world is coming. 300,000 new people approximately come online for the first time per day. A lot of that's in Africa. And if you're a personal trainer in America, these personal trainer dudes are coming out of Africa. I train with one of these guys. They have these insane genetics. I mean, they was like, Shh. so I think that, so that's a physical super gene around putting on muscle mass without fat. Yeah. I think there are people born with an energy level. But before we get into that, here's my girl reviews to get high quality. I think he cut it off right before he was going to say something racist. All started once again, free wire hypomania, or is it mostly genetic? I think most things are science is going to end up. It's like 70%, 60, 70% genetic, but you can alter it. I mean, people don't fucking sleep in America. But wait a minute. He, why did he just said, oh, things are 60, 70% genetic. This is some bell curve shit, right? Mm-hmm to sleep einstein said he needed 11 to 12 hours a day so i use this aura ring i built this system mm -hmm. called 150 body i first built it for myself now i kind of share it with oh, he's, got like a, he's, he's like a, this mood ring really helps me out here <laughs> try to get 150 minutes of deep sleep. so that's like a when smart ring it like tracks your heart rate all day oh. okay that's fair yeah. enough i thought it was like i thought it was like some fucking shit that he was selling that like fucking like, <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't put it past him <laughs> In order to track their deep, you have we've been cycles. doing that. Yeah, dudes ain't get. I, I meet people getting forty minutes of deep sleep. It's almost impossible. The mind resets and rejuvenates during sleep. So yeah, Zadik you can chat. You're right. He already did say something racist. Not as fucked up as their deep sleep. Something people even live. more racist. You have to make your room said. cold. You have to make your room dark. You got to put on what? blue blockers and de. I, I call it you know decompress two hours before you sleep. I I put in wax these wax earplugs see so like when i'm in vegas here i can seal it like some dude could be partying next door i hear nothing you know and i go to my farm a lot it's less it's better feng shui but less also farm has better so feng shui too much wi-fi <laughs> i live in manhattan in a big high-rise and billionaire row it's called didn't sleep good once for a year mm. 
you're in a building with like you turn on your Wi-Fi, it's like 60 Wi-Fi's in your room. There's no way in a hundred years that won't affect us. EMF yeah. stuff, all that stuff. But for oh no, there is absolutely a way that will not affect us. There's it's like literally like non-ionizing radiation. Yeah, there's it a lot will of not affect a, us. There's there's a lot of information about this out there. Might some of it be wrong? Sure, I suppose so. But seems okay. Like if you were s- sitting in a room, like in the same room that was like sealed, a big metal room that was sealed with about 2000 wireless routers which comes out at 0.5 uh at uh what is it uh 0.5 watts that would be uh and 2000 routers you're at a thousand watts that's that is the energy output of a microwave so that would heat you up Billionaire it would make you uncomfortably hot. Yes, yes. EMF yeah. stuff, all that stuff. But for billionaire upbringings in terms of genetics, yes, wouldn't Uh-oh. it be? Instead but of keep genetics, in mind, also a microwave is like one cubic foot. Your room is like many, many, many more cubic feet than that. So it would it would make you uncomfortably hot, but it wouldn't cook you. In a hundred years, that won't affect us. EMF yeah. stuff, all that stuff. But for billionaire upbringings in terms of genetics yes wouldn't it be instead of genetics maybe upbringing like yes. having highly motivated parents watching that feeling the need to live up to that high standards uh maybe a better education right so i feel like all of those would play a bigger factor than just genetics that's what the world thinks now i think our grandkids will think we were wrong and oh dear they were trying to be like let's reel this in a little bit because this is getting into some phrenology skull measuring territory here and we're trying to you know we're trying to pretend that we're not in this like this right and the guy's like nope 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 we're our grandkids are going to figure out that we're wrong that it's all just good genes and that's why i'm rich and the reason is they're doing a lot of twin studies they've been doing them you take identical twins essentially have the same genes Let's say in this scenario, born to rich parents, the kid, one kid's taken and raised in utter poverty. My dad was born in Spanish Harlem. It was very poor. You take that kid and then you take the kid born to the wealthy parents who's raised by his billionaire dad. These kids will have very similar outcomes. 100% similar outcomes? No, but shockingly similar. This will be the- I mean, I don't- I don't don't think that's true. I don't expect people to have the name of the study on hand, but- um, I don't think, I think studies show the opposite. I think generally yeah, it shows the opposite. I'm pretty positive. That is absolutely not true. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't know where he's getting this information from. I think he's just assuming, which is making an ass out of him only because we're not buying it. Out of the ghetto and becomes a billionaire. Now people are going to argue with me this, but you've got to look at twin studies. It's tremendous. They used to think, I don't think this guy's more- looking at twin studies. More like 40 to 50% genetic. I was just reading the newest textbook. It's by the guy who invented the Hexaco score. Um, I'll try to give it to you for the show notes that I forget the name of the textbook. It's like personality. Oh. Now that there's more DNA type decoding the genome, already it's up to 65%, they think, of your life outcomes genetic. Now there are. But that's some- just according to one guy who wrote a textbook that you like. <laughs> and I don't know what he means when he says textbook. Like, is it being used in academia or is it just thick? And he's like, well, this must be a textbook. Things that are more genetic than others. IQ is extremely heritable. It's called heritability. It's like 0.78. 
Height is about the same. But other things like narcissism is almost the same heritability. Um, yep, he's in the fucking bell curve. It's like uh, the heritability of IQ. Quick to aim. Fun fact about height, it is uh, very affected by the nutrition you receive as a kid. So is IQ. Determination, persistence. Shit, your, your result on an IQ test might be heavily determined by the amount of nutrition you had for breakfast that day. Mm-hmm. If you skip breakfast, you're probably going to, and you're hungry, you might not score as well. It's yep. called conscientiousness. All these things are. Is that genetic, up. though? Because oh, couldn't yeah. you see parents acting in certain ways? Let's say anger. Yes. You see your parents blowing up over things, yes. over nothing. Yes. And then you learn and internalize yes. that's how I should be expressing my that's anger or frustration. Before we yeah. decode the genome. Okay. And then you separate a kid who grows up to angry parents. They never see their parents get angry. They grow up in a happy family and they're the always have the temper. You see that in animals. You know, I think what, where we humans go wrong. Uh, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that is also not true. Like, I know some adopted friends that act just like their adoptive parents. Well, but that's just a, like your and like what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't. Sure, that's also anecdotal. But well, I. But what I'm saying is his isn't even anecdotal. I think he's just making it up. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't buy this. I don't know what he's talking about. He's not citing any studies. He's just talking out of his ass. Well, I mean, you're. The, the the you know the other thing we talk about here a lot is that people will uh, Brett and Heather were real good at this at just cite, citing one study that agrees with them, <laughs> but then it would like later He's be not debunked. citing any studies. But right, but but which which is worse? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, Homo sapiens. One bad study or zero studies lead to be a narcissist because we don't realize that we're fifty percent the same gene genes as a banana 70 percent the same genes as a house fly 98 percent same genetically as a chimpanzee we ain't that different and so on my farm if you read a textbook on like cattle for example you can how much of the same genes does dan Badandi have as a potato breed meaner cows or <laughs> probably about 50 percent Rottweiler, pit bull pit bulls are the just genetic breeding for a long time the roman empire they'd raise dogs they look at but the maybe at the closer to 100 percent in his they keep they kill all the rest they did that hundreds and hundreds of times the mom the dad and they took the mean dad mm. bred him over and over to 100 200 most border collie dogs which is the highest iq dog they're all wait how did you give a dog an iq test yeah uh dogs can't take iq tests if they could, maybe Charles Murray would have written about them instead and not done so much damage to the fucking world. <laughs> Dog from the I don't think he meant IQ. Winston Cap. Every single. How do you remember that? I used to raise. Yo, it's because this guy has like 20, 25 quotes that he always uses. How do you remember that? It's one of them in the fucking bank. It's, it's, you know, he probably uses that whatever he just said there, he probably uses it over and over and over again. It's just these interviews with him are like two and a half, probably three hours long. And so to go find that is going to be pretty hard. That's like me with clone high references. If clone high references were impressive, God fucking everyone would be impressed with me. Yeah. If, if I, if people, if remembering what happened in the television masterpiece burn notice was impressive, I would be a genius. Oh, and office references too. I live on a pharmacy train him and he's in Wiston cat. Look it up. W I S T O. Whoa. That's, a, that's a lot of pixels. That, that dog has a low PQ uh, 
pixel quotient. <laughs> you know what it needs is more JPEG artifacts. He's from Wales. Every female, every pro dog trainer would bring their, fly their females to get to breed with Wiston. He's like 95% of border call. And what dog has the highest IQ? Border collies. He keeps it's saying IQ. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Of course, this guy thinks dogs have an IQ score. Fuck it. <laughs> Dog uh, responsible for 95% of all bites. There's like two breeds. That's genes, man. You could find a super dumb border collie. You could find a super nice Rottweiler, but the genetics are spitting so, out one ancestor. So then what do you say to the people that have pit bulls and they say, yes. no, this is friendly dog would never hurt a soul. There's truth to that, but still people lie, but numbers don't. He's like, I don't know. Is that person rich? Do I have to kiss their ass? Dog bites are like two breeds and it's just genes. Isn't it pit bulls and chihuahuas? That's hey, not it's true like though. It's that like the pit bull when it does bite can do a lot more damage than a chihuahua. Right. Like you're probably not going to go to the hospital if a dachshund bites you on the ankle, but if a pit bull bites you on the leg, you're going to be at at least urgent care. But nobody died from a chihuahua. I know, but I'm talking about like dog attacks. I feel like chihuahuas are like number one. For sure, chihuahua attacks all things. Okay, yeah, he's he's bringing up the exact same point. Not big enough to break the skin. Yeah, I have the owners that think they're cute. It's like, oh no, it's adorable. He's nipping at your leg. I read somewhere, so one of those dogs was like the emperors of China. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a similar breed that the emperor used to tell if somebody was coming in to kill them, they would put them on their bed to sleep. And anybody who came in a little yeah. yippee yip damn chew. It wasn't a chihuahua. What was the one? It was the Chinese Empire. But by the way, you know, talking about dogs and having people break into my house and genetics, when I first started having problems, even before that guy broke in, I'd have people at my door, people get arrested outside for not leaving, trying to break into my place and talk to me. Beverly Hills police chief came and had lunch with me. He's like, listen, get a dog. He's like, we found houses with a dog barking. They just, it's half as likely to get, mm -hmm. you know, broken into. So I'm like, okay. He's like, I said, what kind of dog? He's like, it doesn't matter. Just one that barks. Cause people can't see it, right? So me trying to be all scientific, I'm like, I'm gonna get, what's the best dog? Google's like, Germ train German Shepherds from Germany. So oh, okay. German Shepherd from this dude. It was like the best jeans. He gave me the Those papers. Those are, how much, how much was that dog? Like they 70 grand? They were expensive grand? enough that I flew him down on a private jet. I took a jet to go get him and came back down. They, oh, they're expensive. Yeah, it's like 100 Gs for two yeah. dogs. If you don't like want usually, your house getting broken into, what you really should get is a horse. Because no one's going to break into a house with a horse neighing in it. So <clears throat> I bet what happened too is the guy's like, oh, the, this, uh, my usual dogs are uh, 22 grand, but I have a special one for you that's 250 grand. <laughs> that, that's what I do, right? <laughs> probably. Because this guy <laughs> probably leads with, I'm rich and I need a dog. And the guy's like, oh, got, I got you. <laughs> the problem was as the years progressed, these dogs started getting out of control and, and one finally took out the FedEx man. It was, I didn't get sued. Thank God. The guy was nice. So basically you pro that's the gate took out the FedEx the man. Yeah. So this guy probably got these uh, dogs that were like trained attack dogs or whatever. And then didn't uh, go through any other, didn't have them go through any other like sort of training or didn't like try to socialize them. Right. 
Yeah. He's like, I imagine that is correct. These are the best dogs. They have the best genes. They'll, they'll leave the FedEx guy alone. And I always told my staff when they left, close that damn door because I got the dogs. And one of my new staff left and kind of cracked it open. Oh. So the FedEx guy came, was a new FedEx guy. He just opened it, walked in. I mean, I, I would have liked to see that dude's face. These two German shepherds just. Wait, why did the FedEx guy walk into your house? Bit him in the arms. And then I, I got. I think he meant a gate. Farm. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, when he says he sent him to his farm, does he mean. Like a farm upstate, yeah. Yes, guy. No, no yeah, I just thought the FedEx guy. Yeah, I, I thought the FedEx guy. I sent him no. to the farm. Yeah, I sent him to, no, he didn't die, but <laughs> he was nice enough to not sue. I was like, oh, maybe the law is if you walk in without. That, maybe that's why he didn't. He sue, shouldn't have been nice enough to not sue. Says, he should have sued you. Guy. Covering yeah. any workplace yeah, incidents. He though, he, it, it broke the skin. It was just yikes. more scared to shit. He was down on the ground. Luckily, we we could see and we ran out there right away. Yeah, but see, those dogs are not trained to kill. They're they're trained to yes. just subdue the person yes. until somebody but arrives. But they'll break your arm. Yeah. They grab the arm and like yank it around. And they knew German. So I had, you had to do it's like yeah. all the German attack and you know, it's pretty Achtung or whatever he's supposed to say to these Germans. Yeah. So then I sent him my oh, So he didn't even know what he's supposed to say to the dog. He has no idea. Like this is this is this he's describing irresponsible dog ownership. Yes, he bought attack dogs, didn't know what he was doing with them, and they attacked the FedEx guy. So yeah, he's he is completely irresponsible. Okay, problematic on the farm. They started hunting the neighbor's sheep and cows. With and those dogs, though, I heard you also have to. Wait, train now the them. dogs he put set them on his farm, and the dogs are out there fuck, fucking killing the neighbors' sheep and cows and shit. Yo, dude. <laughs> Yo, dude. What the fuck? Couldn't you have got just like a fucking like a, a golden retriever that just barks whenever anybody comes to the door, like? every year it's yeah. every other year yes. for like a few weeks at a time well, that's why so i had that like, navy seal security guy that's how he kept from being bored from eight at night to eight in the morning he would walk my house till people started coming and he would just walk with the dogs and train them all the time but that time was in the day wasn't he wasn't there and they took down the fedex guy and that was <laughs> my farm neighbors were like bro i'm gonna blast your dogs because i <laughs> fuck yeah Critical support to his farm neighbors who are like, you got to do something about your dogs. They're killing my sheep or I'm going to do something about your dogs. It's not the dog's fault. It's fucking his fault. He should be the one getting blasted by the neighbor. <laughs> well, I mean, the laws are a little more severe for that. And the people at the farm they probably are. know that. Yeah. And they started hunting. They're just bred to hunt. Yeah bread to hunt as though just like dogs like we are also mammals <laughs> like dogs so going back to what it takes to be successful at the upper echelon the stats are there and we can argue it's you know it's nature nurture causation correlation but i think it's going to be more genes than you think so let's talk more about genes but I, yeah. we need to finish the the three i mean it sounds like those dogs okay. were trained to yeah. attack people what the fuck is he talking about yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah like, like he literally bought dogs specifically that were trained to attack people, which is, I don't think what the, assuming he, this conversation he had with the police chief or whatever was correct. Right. They, the police chief didn't tell him to get attack dogs. He just said, get a dog that parks. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I need a dog whose genes make it speak German. Right. <laughs> An attack dog is like 
why would you do that? Like, even like just if you have guests and your dog, the dog gets confused and hurts one of your guests and stuff, just get a fucking. I know why you do it. He's a fucking moron. That's I think why he he's did crazy. It. I think he's fucking cuckoo birds, right? I think he wanted him because they made a, him. I think he got him because they made him. I think he got him because they made him feel powerful. Probably, yeah. So, as but jeans, he it's, he didn't stop himself from getting them because he's a dumbass. High level of hypomania energy. The third thing is almost seventy five percent of self made billionaires were in direct sales early there's no such thing as a self-made billionaire garbage bags you cannot produce enough Um, to make a billion dollars period i think what he means is someone who did not inherit most of their money i don't okay that's still not a self-made right i I, i'm just telling you i think that's what he means i also don't think that exists name one billionaire who didn't start off at least somewhat wealthy sure he was like as a teenager almost going when he was starting apple him and wozniak he was going to hewlett packard guy forget the guy knocking on his door like will you help me grow my brand elon musk in if you read one of the autobiographies previous one or biographies he's talking about every night at 9 p.m he would call all the sales managers in the entire united states and help them sell teach them how to sell because he knew the importance of selling. at 9 p.m if he's on the west coast that's midnight for his people on the east coast and you should leave them the fuck alone it's at age 16 17 18 was on the phone selling computer stuff he would lower his voice so they couldn't realize it was a team like oh this is uh william gates and he was doing phone sales jeff bezos before starting amazon was working as an investment banker investment banker is a fancy word for a wall street sales guy i work with investment bankers mm-hmm. the good ones are salespeople. that's why sometimes people I was one of the big network marketing guys came to my seminar yesterday. I've never done network Network marketing. Investment banker is basically just a door-to-door salesman. Uh, Network marketing. That's why that's impressive. Network marketing. Do you know what that means? Uh, Network marketing is the multi-level marketing company. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. But they're not allowed to call it a pyramid scheme because that makes it illegal. I think I probably (laughs) should have, but a lot of people say it's scam. I'm like, I think it's good, man. You 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 got to pay three hundred dollars to be most network marketing plans. You're probably not going to be a millionaire from it, so forget that. But at worst, you learn direct sales. You're probably you not going to make sell. money from it. You will probably lose money. You'll probably lose all of that three hundred dollars you gave just for the privilege of giving them more money to buy shit that nobody's going to buy from you. <laughs> yeah, most people who go into these lose money, and they don't just lose their fucking application fee. I call it the king of all skills. The king and queen is sales, direct sales, and marketing. These billionaire guys are great negotiators. They're tough negotiators. That's sales, man. They're it's also getting along with people. Different personality types and knowing but, which ones to, where to push, where to pull. Yes, yeah. push where, but, but I was yeah. going to throw the next one that Dr. Buss taught me is low agreeableness. All the warlords are... <laughs> It's weird, but in just some Jordan Peterson shit too, right here. They're fucking hard to negotiate with my millionaire friends. You can be like, you know what? Let's do a deal. That's fair for both of us. Oh, not a billionaire. He's going to, you know, the biggest trait of, of billionaires. Go ahead. Right place, right time. Luck. Ass penny out of you. They, there's a story of John JD Rockefeller, the richest man in modern history, 600 billion net worth. He would be sitting there doing a wait. Deal. No, no, he was never worth 600 billion dollars. 
J.D. Rockefeller. And then you'd be like, maybe it, maybe he's adjusting for inflation. The minute he'd be like, you know what? I got a better deal for you. And he was so quick with math in his head. He yeah. changed the terms, the amortization schedule, changed the interest rate, make it seem like the other guy was getting a better deal. And he was switching the deal to his favor. Make no mistake. You, <laughs> one of my friends, are five guys built online porn. They started Pornhub. Five Montreal, Quebec, Canada guys. And five I know guys built online porn. And one of them told me a long time ago, we were just talking about business. He's like, Ty, all empires are built by blood, sweat, and violence. So most of the dudes on the Forbes list, there's a body buried probably outside of a casino here somewhere. Mm. Everybody, that's a crazy thing to think. He's looking, it's like, which is the most virtuous Forbes list people? I'm like, although Ronald McDonald does have a high body count, he just didn't do the dirty work himself. This is Genghis Khan work, guys, man. This is Attila the Hun. So, yes, I agree with you that billionaires know how to be chameleons and change their persona, but deep down, they're low agreeableness. They will fucking, you better read a contract sent to you by a billionaire i'm gonna tell you that right now you better not celebrate because they shook hands with you and said we're going to do the deal that way they will change the deal five seconds before it's over i'm dealing with one of that right well, now. well that's fraud with a dude uh that is what what uh musk tried to do but they uh they forced him to to do the deal as he signed it and <laughs> well, it's, he, it really did not work out for him. Well, but he got it for fifty four twenty a share. You know, four twenty. That's a, that's that's he's he's hip. Interesting. I won't say which guy. With Ben Shapiro, you told the audience that they should yep. go to tylopez.com slash quiz. Yes. And that all business partners or even romantic relationships yes. should take the quiz and compare it. Yep. Oh, it's like Scientology's personality test. Yeah, <laughs> first time ever. I should see it. We want to show it to you, yes. but we're not going to tell you which one is ours. Okay. We want to see if you could guess. Oh, I can guess. I couple, like, let me, I'm going to have sure, you let me, show them both. Let yeah. me preface it with this. I have a hard time answering questions about my personality. Yes. Because I feel like it's always changing and how I feel about certain things, especially if it's just A or B. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? why these I, tests I are like stupid, great. actually. This guy, without knowing it, just explained why these tests are fucking stupid specific rather than yeah. more broad because these are very broad questions yes, it's hard was that hard for you graham there were some questions that i didn't know how to answer because i felt neither one was yeah. like that strong when it was either or carl jung would have probably said you're more of a j and you're more of a p j if you were in a situation would you make a decision yes or no also uh carl jung is uh the jordy pete's favorite philosopher here so judge or favorite psychologist or whatever need to have they have a hard time working in uncertainty so the fact you told me that tells me a lot about your personality right giving it's it not good away, or bad Jack, giving it's it away. not good this test was not the myers-briggs myers-briggs is less accurate 16 personalities that everybody's taking it's not the best so how did you come up with this so this i have multiple quizzes on life compass i got a new one out called on 12types.com but this one is a compilation of the most scientifically validated which is hexaco uh, the Scientology personality test, Jordan Peterson's personality test, and um, the test that you have to uh, take before you go work at Target. PI, Mach 4, kind of blended. It's better than it's better than the Jungian 16 personalities, Myers-Briggs. It's better than the big five. So these are all my Harvard guys. So yeah. So I don't know which one Jack shows you first. Which one of you loves money the most? Is that going to give it away? Just a question. I, I don't know you all well enough. 
Should I answer it or no? I, I think we'll answer if you if you want us to answer. No, no, we'll it's answer like, it. I, yeah. Can I see both? Then I have oh, yeah. the other one. You just swipe. I think this one is you. The second one, I think, is you. Could be wrong. Why does this what personality test look like the fucking nutritional information on a bottle of Coke? Scored relatively <laughs> similar. First of all, neither one of you are psychopathic. Good. That was a close one. That's exactly what a psychopath would want you to believe. This one's you. Which one is that? Let me see. I don't know you all well enough. But I think this one's you. Correct. Yes. Am I right? Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. I, I, could, I think you How? have a little. I think you like money more. Then I think you're a little more money motivated. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. That was That's literally like, just a 50-50 guess. What gave it away in that? Your <laughs> response to money. You, neither one of you are ridiculously greedy. Nothing gave it away. Did you hear him? He was like, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I think this one's you. Is this one you? Nothing gave it away. That was literally just a guess. Or a cynic might even think that they told him beforehand, right? Possibly. Were you bullied? Who was bullied more? I think you were bullied more. I was not really bullied. Authoritative parents? Authoritarian? No, I don't like authority, but I, I've never had an instance. You don't like, like authority? Not really. I'd say my only experience with authority is is through school. I just hated being He's, told what yeah. to do in yeah, school. Yeah, he, he hates me. Man, two Very swings and two. So when myth. I say bullying, so the definition. Yeah. So when you get high Mac, you got relatively high Machiavellian. That's 61. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can move the goalpost. Cynical view. But you both are very, you got a 57, 61. So you guys are a little bit cynical about the world. Technically, Machiavellian, the beginning of clinical mental instability is a 60. So you got 57 and you got 61. Uh -uh. Uh, <laughs> so you both share a slightly cynical view, which by the way, you're kind of journalists. You're, modern, journalists. you're kind of journalists. Quiz yes, if they advice. sat here and like nodded along while you said crazy shit, that's journalism. .com is more hormonal based you're both well he said kind of journalist .com is more less podcast. so my new quiz 12 types.com is more hormonal based you're more hormonally based both a little bit i wonder what the dot com for his based. new test both is. have a little bit of high cortisol you have much higher anxiety mm -hmm. you overthink things more than you so you're more of what i call a defender you have a defender type personality that's very accurate. Yes. When you place it, like yeah. I was looking through that, not fully understanding what it, what it that means. is really accurate. I if you talk about forget about the the first two things that he said that were wrong. One thing I think I'm the best person in the world at reading people. If there was a damn Olympics, that I could get a million. <laughs> but he literally got the first two guesses wrong. How do you do that? I've been trained for a long time, and I purposely. This is I mean, fucking I'm ridiculous. Plus, as long as like time. this is like literally just like cold reading right now. Yeah, I remember that John Edward. Like, remember that guy? He's like, oh, somebody in the audience with a J name. Is there somebody with a J it's name? Like a, it's like a J, like a mm, 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 <laughs> like a P, like a P. Like oh, a did you? Did somebody? Uh, you know, they, then he notices that they're like in their late forties, and is like, did somebody in your family recently die? Maybe they had a J or an S or an M name. Like the three most common letters for people's first names. Your son died. I'm. I'm picking up that it was like an untimely death, that it wasn't his time to die. Is that? <laughs> is that? More people on, as an individual than any, any psychologist. Oh my God, yes. How did you like know? A thousand people on Life Compass that I built, that I have the data. I don't look so much at individual people as I look at like metadata. 
I've also been trained by Dr. Buss, who has a PhD in psycho psychometrics, which is the study of people. And he's the preeminent living evolutionary psychologist. He wrote all the textbooks for Harvard and Yale. I met him in 2014. All of them. You wrote all of them. You can't get a textbook by anybody else. Close. I sometimes talk to him three, four times a week. And I have a female mentor named Dr. Helen Fisher, who I've known for probably seven years. He called her a female, huh? Uh, ladies, this guy's single. And she's <laughs> Tinder. She has the most data on human relationships of anybody. I mean, mm. imagine controlling Tinder data. I think to be good at anything, you need 30,000 hours of it. The old 10,000 hours, kind of archaic. Most chess masters are like 30,000 hours. So I definitely have 30,000 hours reading people. Usually you need a troubled childhood. It makes you read people. I had a pretty troubled childhood, so I learned I don't, to read. I don't have 30,000 hours of of svelte knowledge, and I'm I'm pretty good. Like I, I don't think svelte was invented 30,000 hours ago. How long is that? 30,000 hours? I, I, I don't days? know. I don't know. We, 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 we want to, how long do you, should we get bogged down in this? I think we should. I think we should talk about svelte and how long it's existed. I think that's fantastic. Okay. That's literally 1,250 days back to back, no sleep. Craziness, trauma, abuse, you know, and then I think probably I'm naturally interested in it, you know, and then you get the best mentors in the world. Then you, and then I've also done the data myself. So I can, I actually, when I go in seminars now around the world, I'll cold read the room and there's a Norwegian guy doing a documentary. I'm like, I was in London last He's month. like, I'm better than John Edward. <laughs> I'm like, everyone's going to say I planted the crowd because I read people so close. He was like, the fuck so it's all going to come out in this little documentary but you can learn to read yeah. people some so, people are more intuitive so i'm curious how you do you will probably become good at reading people. how do you tell if someone's full of shit because there are some oh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> dude oh boy uh, clearly 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 you sir you sir have not have not even scratched the surface of that one <laughs> yep <laughs> let's see we can start with are they sitting across the table from you? We'll we'll get this guy's answer, and then we're going to go ahead and put a fork in this one. <laughs> okay. that I've met. Yeah. That I instantly, I can't put a finger on it. And Jack and I have gone yeah. back and forth. I'm like, this guy is full of shit. Yes. I don't believe anything he says. It's that's not your, true. That's the, I told you, both defenders threat based. Y yeah, but Jack will say, why? And, and yeah. I have well, a hold really on. Let me, let me, hard let, time let, let, let's, let's, break the, let's break this down. Okay. okay, because it's not so simple. It is. Okay. We have BS detectors, yes. Yes. And I would say they both fire at the same time. Yes. However, I am more of like a, I need actual evidence yes. rather than the intuition. Yeah, Although my intuition is yes, yeah. right? And Graham's intuition, yes, it does tend to be correct, yeah. as does mine. But I don't like believing something until I have that hard evidence. Yeah. So that's where it ends up. All right. What are your parents like? My parents? Yeah. How would you describe? You didn't answer the question. My mom, I would say he's not going to answer the question. He's just going to be weird. Uh, more of a disciplinarian, uh, a little bit more anxious. Very, ex she can read people extremely. She's a kindergarten teacher, uh -huh. so she and she's done that for like twenty five years. Uh -huh. So she has every single year a new cycle of thirty right. kids where you get to analyze, you know, yes. their personalities and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you see them when they're twenty five. Yeah, and she's had that for a very long time. So I'd say she's very good at reading people as well. Your dad, what's he doing? My dad is extremely easygoing. What's he All of a sudden a you see them when appraiser. they're 25? My mom is a kindergarten teacher, yeah. So my dad, very easygoing. Your, mom, your dad a number guy, he appraises things mathematically? Yeah, for sure, yeah. And you need Structure. Oh, dude, he's fucking, dude, he's fucking John Edwards. Is he a numbers guy? I'm getting a numbers, he's an appraiser, a fucking accountant. Uh. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm getting a J. I'm getting a J. Is he a... <laughs> Did he do something with uh, something like a job? Did he have a job? <laughs> like something like he worked somewhere for maybe for someone or for himself. I can't believe he's doing this in the context of being asked how to tell if someone's full of shit. He's like cold reading them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like to appraise things you need. I would say so. It's in yeah. the genes, baby. Mm. It comes in the genes. You're like, it's like, you go, he needs to appraise the situation with data. It's like, what does your dad do? He uses data to appraise real estate. It's funny how it works out, man. <laughs> And what does your mom and dad do? My mom's a therapist. My dad's an animator. Does your mom have anxiety? I don't think so. She's pretty calm. Does she overthink, though? Remember, calm. No, you're just wrong this time. She's often super correlated with anxiety. I don't think so. Give her my <laughs> quiz. Yeah. <laughs> read their parents correctly. Okay. Funny. And your dad doesn't. No, no, no. Even anymore. though I'm wrong, I'm still right. You just don't know. Yeah, but, it, but I, I'm not going to tell you how to know that somebody's full of shit. But he seems pretty calm too. If, if he worries about that, I can't tell. But I, I think, think your a, dad seems more calm than your mom. Probably. But I think a lot of it for me came from the sales experience of like being a real estate agent, believing everybody. Right. And then getting so many just fake stories yes. that eventually there were maybe some traits that I would pick up on. Yeah. Uh, where people would divulge too much information yeah. too soon, like they're trying to impress you. Yes. I tell people, here's the problem with intuition. Women are naturally 30 out of 100 at reading people. Men are naturally 10. I think the people that consider themselves intuitive are, nat are like 40s out of 100. He's so, like, I'm 103. I read you so well that <laughs> I was wrong and I'm still right. It's kind of like this. <laughs> Let's say you just picked up a basketball on your own. You kind of bounce it. You could get good enough to probably become a junior high or high school level basketball player. But you'll never be a pro. Well, but that's fine if you're in junior high or high school, because then there will be coaches and practice and like regimented drills and practice. This guy's pro. You must be trained. Michael Jordan didn't win championships. Okay. So you can't learn to play team sports alone. Cool. Got it. <laughs> what does this have to do with knowing whether someone's full of bullshit? And a great menu. Oh, <laughs> it has everything to do with knowing whether someone's full of bullshit. People that are intuitive. Maybe you guys are naturally intuitive. You should be molded and you can go from a 40 to a 90. You know, you can become extremely good. I can read much deeper in stuff that's not. Except that you were wrong about this guy's parents. And you're like, well, maybe just give them the test. This guy's parents he was wrong probably, several times before too. This he guy's just parents quickly are, moved on. This guy's parents are probably cool, and I'm like, I'm not going to take that weird fucking test. Just <laughs> things that my intuition. That ten years ago I was yeah. still intuitive, but not, now I can almost. It's very very so, hard for me to not. I'll give you an example. Some of it's just science. If you meet someone that oh, I have an idea, and we're going to end it here. Actually, here's how you know someone's full of shit. You ask them a very direct question, and then they try to cold read you. Don't answer the question, and then demonstrate to you that they themselves are full of shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. In case you, in case you have the really stupid idea of taking this guy's test, uh, use a fake email or use a port eighty seven email when it asks you for your email to get that your test result. Because uh, I guarantee you, this guy is using that test just to spam people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna uh, cold read you via your uh, email after you take his test. He's be like, well, that wasn't the real test. The real test is 80 bucks. 
I can tell <laughs> yep. that you're the kind of person who really needs this test. And he only has to be right like 1% of the fucking time because he didn't get 80 bucks from 1% of those people. Boom. Yep. That's, that's fucking sales, baby. <laughs> sales. Always yep. be it's selling. A, it's a numbers game. Man, that's fucking wild, yo. That guy, I, I, we ended it, 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 it timed out really well that we got to the how do you know if somebody's full of shit part. And then, <laughs> <laughs> right that is our wheelhouse man <laughs> oh that was that was you know what matt matt if you're still out there um i i don't even know that was great that was great yes thank thank you matt that was awesome i think we're gonna add this guy to the cast of characters actually because i gotta see like does he ever get questioned by somebody who maybe thinks he's full of shit <laughs> <laughs> i really hope so that would be great That'd be fantastic. So um, I'm glad uh, this idea to kind of get away from the usual people that we watch, at least for the first hour of the show, I think has been very good. Um, yep. The download numbers aren't showing it, but I think the show's getting better. And I think that we're sort of delving into places that we never thought we were ever going to end up. <laughs> like, Yep. <laughs> so I guess to be uh, honest, I didn't even know that guy was still around. <laughs> You thought they you thought they took his Lambo and his books? I thought maybe like he died or something. I, I just haven't heard from or he just gave up or something. But I guess he's still grifting. Maybe I just I, haven't heard from him in years. I mean, he said that he kind of stopped or whatever. Maybe he stopped the major grift after he made a bunch of money and now he's just like doing this personality test shit and like maybe he's piled up. Maybe. I mean, maybe he's doing a smart, like maybe he piled up enough money and he's just doing this now instead of like, however he piled up the money, who fucking knows. All I know is he said that he had a small house that was 6,000 square feet. And I mean, if, if his grift is complete, then, uh, you know, good for him for stopping the grift, I guess (laughs) it really seems like this test is a grift though. Oh yeah. 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 He's probably, you know what? He's probably not even using the email addresses. He's probably just selling them to other people. He's like, here's it. Probably here's a, here's a list of very gullible people. I think that fucking like when Brett Weinstein pretended he was doing a presidential campaign in 2019, 2020, and he had you fill out this weird form about like, how much free time do you have? Give me your email address. Uh, how much money do you make? I think he just sold that fucking, he's like, here's a list of fucking, here's a list of suckers. <laughs> Sell them some Yo, supplements. I could, do, I could do the, the test and sign up for it with, you know, my port 87 address, like H Perrin dash pi lopez's stupid quiz at port 87 (laughs) and i could figure out like what he actually sends and maybe we could bring that back up yeah yeah i don't think you'll be able to do it during the boomer song but also i think that's probably because you probably like me are going to pee and grab a uh, beverage i'll just google it anyway that's 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 away from the tap anyway we're um that's great uh you want to close out the show yeah this has been the intellectual dollar tree we do this show every wednesday at 7 p.m pacific live here on twitch.tv slash echoplex media if you're listening to the podcast version maybe check us out live after we play the song we go into red light and we get into even sometimes even crazier uh uh videos uh, if you'd like to support us, you can do that uh, by checking out our other shows at echoplexmedia.com. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash echoplex. You can also support us by buying our merch at the store, eplex.store. Uh, and if you're listening live, stick around after the song for Red Light. This is Boomers by Periscope.
can't get enough Echoplex and want to keep the conversation going with the hosts and community when we're not live, then join our Discord server at discord.me slash Echoplex. We have text channels, voice channels, meme repositories, and a whole section of screenshots that we don't even remember where they came from. Come join the Now Space on Discord at discord.me slash Echoplex.